This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years in that games media combined. We'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. Fuck, I hit a button. This PlayStation <laughs> conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you want to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there. Check out the tears. Might be something there that interests you. If you want to show the love of popculturist on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this and like that and phone cases and other assorted shit with our crap on it, including designs for our new show, The Young and the Wrestlers. And if you want to show your love a little bit further and watch us record this show live, head to patreon.com slash thepopculturist. If you're feeling kind, throw some monies our way. And finally, we are on Twitch as well. And we stream on the Wednesdays at twitch.tv slash thepopculturists. Pretty much any any form of social media slash thepopculturists. Yeah, it's pretty much. Like, like except for ones. Google Plus. I did get an email saying, well, your Google Plus account. Like, we had a Google Plus account. <laughs> I think you, didn't you automatically get one at some point? Oh, okay. Like when sense. they launched it, you like auto got linked to one. But they're shutting that down now. Yeah, which I got the email. It's just saying they were closing. And I was like, oh, I'm clearly oh, devastated. Shame. It's absolutely devastated. reminds me of that meme from like um, Jurassic Park where he's like see no one cares let's <laughs> <laughs> say how are you being my friend the hot weather's over dude it's so while. good last like two days I've been pissing down rain so wake yep. up it's raining it's all oh, nice so good waking up and it's grey yeah still. and I you hear the, the rain it just makes my job not so disgusting mm, but like does it, do you don't mind being wet in roofs instead I'd rather it be raining, but if it's raining, you can't really take the covers off and expose the circuit board. Makes sense. And you can't really go up onto roofs because it's fucking slippery. Yeah. Um, so they can cause delays and stuff, but it's better than scorching. But don't you have like a, a little circuitry tent that you can go? Oh, uh, we've got like a drop sheet, and I yeah. just like I put it over me like a ghost <laughs> while while Damien the other guy works around it and I'm like Ooh. you're ending you have this nice little frame that you know like you know, nah. like that Elgato green screen that's all nicely <laughs> hidden out. yeah but you're like nah. <laughs> boo motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> it causes delights but it's better oh thanks so Jess in the chat who is one of our patron supporters uh, goes yeah everyone got a Google Plus when they have YouTube it that's is right. balls and no one used I it I tried to force real name on YouTube at some point yeah. too instead of your alias oh yeah good other ones yeah, no, it's been good. Uh, it's been a pretty good week, actually. I um, I got. Are you sure? You seemed a bit sour this week on Messenger. Oh, I've had, a, I've, had a, I've had up and down week. Okay. Um, I can tell. Yeah. I know. We know each other long deliver, enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's how you deliver your statements on Messenger. Yeah, no, I'd, I, you, could, I, you could type "it's cool," and it's cool on two different days. I'd be like, "good mood, bad mood." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did have some down days this week, of course, but yeah, try, try to push through them. Um, so I was able to do one one good thing this week. Uh, I was able to uh, offer. So we have a student as part of our uh, my job. She's just training in the in like youth services and whatnot, and she's fucking awesome. Work experience kind of thing. Yeah, she's come there doing her hours, and the way she deals with everyone, the way she deals with us, like the way she's per- perfect. Mm. So I got the luxury of offering her a job. Oh, nice! It was very cool. So we both were doing it. Paris was like, "You can do it." And I went, "Uh." <laughs> Do you want a job? We think you're fucking rad. You want a gig? <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, you want a job? She's like, yeah. I'm like, no, Paris can do all the formal stuff. Yeah. It's like, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Get out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck. Well, I'd never give him anything. That's good that you're expanding. Though. Yeah, no, it's good. So it's 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 great because now, as Paris and I are working on on different things within within Gen- of those, if anyone's new, I, I work in new services and I we run a, a department that uses games as therapy, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, so having a woman on there a is really fantastic because like the 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 other girls in the group instantly clicked with her and they're like, say you were her, they, they probably went. Hey. 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 Like, that's a lady. Because <laughs> after being surrounded by Paris and I for fucking months. He's too big dude. It's just a lot to take in. So like, oh, it's a lady. Thank Christ. 
good. Um, so they're hanging out with her, chatting with her, which is great. For, which is great for them because we are seeing sides of them we've never seen, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and she gives a shit about games, which is awesome. And so when I'm doing when I'm running my sessions, Paris can then duck off and do whatever work he needs to do, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So as we're building on new programs, we're actually getting time away to do it, which is good. Really good. Cool. And, and we made it very happy. It was very, it was very good news. Yes, very, yeah. very good, very good. Um, hey, other than that, yeah, week was me. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Cool. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I had a brain fart. <laughs> uh, Division two. Yep. Pri- private beta, which yep, we'll get which into. We'll get to. Topic of the show. I thought of a good title too. Oh yeah. We think the division, semicolon divided. Mark. I was I was gonna go with division. Do we keep our pre-orders? Question mark. Nah, that's lame. Yeah, clickbait is fuck though. It is, but then so is divided. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Apex Legends, which we're gonna talk about in the news, and just on a random whim yesterday, I thought oh, I want to play Titanfall Two campaign again. Mm-hmm. So I did in one sitting. You got credit. Only about five and a half hours long. I played on easy because that's just how I be. Um, if you asked me last week, did have you played Titanfall 2's campaign? I would have gone, fucking oath I have. After about 70%, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, so I don't think I finished, finished it? it the first yeah. time. But I did this time. Brilliant. Probably the best FPS campaign since Modern Warfare. Um, it's just... Cause it, which is not surprising because the guys at Respawn worked on... I think worked at Infinity Ward mm-hmm. for Modern Warfare. So they've kind of brought that over with them. Um just things you've never seen before in an FPS campaign. Um, and it's like six bucks at the moment on special. So if you're so inclined, it's definitely worth playing. Hashtag um, shameless plug. Mm. But we enjo- but well, he enjoyed it. So. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <By> Respawn <laughs> Entertainment. Um, yeah. And like I said, Apex and Division 2, but we're going to get to them later. So yeah, Titanfall 2. Very, very good. Very, very, very nice. Good. Very nice. Your son is having a fit. <laughs> He's having a great time. <laughs> It's probably because he like he, for some reason out of nowhere he's really good into bananas. Like, I can't I can't fucking stand him. The smell, the t- everything about him makes me so mad. But he's like nana, and then he'll eat about seven of them a day. I'm like that can't be good. <laughs> Potassium. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just that's why these these muscles have never worked so well before. Like <laughs> that's fucking jack. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> dos dos. Yeah, and lots of dos. Oh, dude, speaking of dos. So my son. Um, he likes to be like like wrestled around and thrown around so he has it's called dos because he make you know I'm like what dos and he's like huh dos mm. so every morning it's ah uh, oh hey daddy dos <laughs> which means he wants to be picked up and slammed. he's like can you like on a like I woke up I have energy let's mm. wrestle <laughs> and then when I come home like because I have a you know, garage so I drive in the garage door goes down behind me door opens into the kitchen I'm so I, I just get out of the car and it's a little silhouette and it's like daddy dos dos like my fucker, just his blackout line. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I'll be home for like twenty seconds. Maybe like sleeping is here. Dos. What have you been playing? Uh myself. I um having get that that Resi Two horror horror vibe going on. I did go pick up uh, Resi Evil Four. Mm-hmm. I haven't played that one. I'm back jumping back in that one yet. And the Evil Within. Number one. Number one. So as we mentioned last week, uh, we were talking about it and you said you played it and you're like, oh, it's very similar to like Outlast, which it is. Mm. Like there are moments where you can hide and shit. I didn't give it a lot of time. Yeah. I gave it like an hour. I'm like, that was shit. Yeah. You, so you can hide in cupboards and whatnot, but it's not essential. Like if you want, you can just straight up get in there. Okay. Um, it, it just gives you more of an element of surviving rather than trying to like fight them or run through them like you would in Resident Evil. You have the option to hurt. And you go. Pick your battles. Yeah. So like the, the, the first... Like the first mission, I guess, first chapter, chapter one and two, uh, brutal, man. Mm. Like, it's very bloody. There's mm. lots of uh, bloodborne diseases everywhere. Uh, the guy cuts you with a chainsaw on the ankle, and you're like, that's weird. And then you fall into a blood of, of blood of blood. Like, <laughs> a blood of blood. Uh, 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 just this big old pot of blood. And it's like, that's. Uh, that's not good. That's not good, man. No, it's real not good. You have AIDS. Yeah, like you have all <laughs> of them. Someone in this pot of blood had AIDS. Yeah, you have all of them. Like, all <laughs> of them. You have all the heps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got like Hep F now yeah, yeah, <laughs> They've just have, mutated This new strain But you guts it now <laughs> Hep A and C Together equals Hep F <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah and then and As you're driving out Of this police station Or whatever that, no, Mental asylum Whatever it was uh, The world just crumbles Around you for some reason Game's weird yeah. Yeah, It's fucking batshit weird mm. um, Alright 
Yeah, it's all right. I, I'm, I, I haven't spent any more time with it outside of the stream. Um, mostly just because it's been a bit of a busy end of the week. Um, but yeah, no, it's solid. It's really solid. Um, had some sad news with RE though. Uh, so prior to the stream on Wednesday, I did, I was playing it for a while. I got the little card that goes into the armory, gives me the submachine gun. It's like sick. Mm. And then I died mm. and the game reset mm. and it thought that I still had the submachine gun when I didn't have it. Oh no. I'm like, oh, you son of a oh, bitch. No. And I need that submachine gun. Zero out of 10. Yeah. Zero <laughs> out of 10 will not play again. No, no, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just literally just restart because the second runs, it gets you in, in you into it, right? Like nice and fast. Mm. So I probably lost like two hours, not even. So I just go up and do it again. I don't know. I burn on my arm. And where'd you that from? I took a pan out of the oven. I put on your dong. Mm. No, look at this sick burn. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like it, um, I don't know this. The survival horror stuff's good fun. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan. I st- I need to finish Resident Evil Seven though. I need to finish it, so I need to get that back off your file. I gotta find it. Find him. I gotta find it. I know oh. where my dad is. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He went in VR and we haven't seen him since. He went to buy a pack of cigs. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, and I know you've been playing the Division Two as well. The beta. That I have, but uh, we'll talk about that shortly. Because mm. right now we're talking in the section called "Inform the Players," where we tell you about the PlayStation news that happened this week. Number one, Apex Legends respawns newest title released earlier this week. Apex is a first-person battle royale set 30 to 40 years after the ending of Titanfall 2. Apex achieved 10 million unique players in just 72 hours after launch, and has been the most viewed game on Twitch each day since. Out of fucking nowhere. It Randy Orton, this bitch. It yeah. was just... So I think that was the best thing, the best thing they could mm. do. Because, let's say, a month ago, it's like, you know, EA have a Battle Royale mode free-to-play coming out. And it would just... Gamers are a fickle bunch. Mm. It would have been DOA. People would have shat on it. Journalists would have been like, oh, you know, now EA's jumping into the Battle Royale thing, all the cynicism and all that. And the director of the game said, look, we wanted to stay quiet. We knew how it would have been received if we started talking about it before launch. We just want the game to speak for itself. Yeah. And it has in a big way. It's really just kind of fucking blown up. Now, look, don't get me wrong, but having it free, that's certainly why it's hitting millions. Oh, absolutely. Millions. Like, yeah. if they were like, here it is, it's fucking 40 bucks. Mm. Everybody, everybody, no. Yeah, for sure. I've already dropped money. I've already spent 25 bucks in oh, it. Oh, nice. Good. Um, it's very, very good. Mm. Uh, you haven't really checked anything out. I haven't out downloaded it at all. It's um, sixty people on the map. Oh, that's uh, manageable. Squads of three. No solos or duos okay. because it's class based. You pick a class that have abilities, oh, and that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, and it's it's got a real Thunderdome kind of vibe oh. because it's the, you're playing in the Apex games, which are mercenaries that come seeking fame and glory mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But each game has a kill leader who. Out of the whole lobby, whichever player got the most kills in the last game is the kill leader in this game, and killing him gets you a fair, a good chunk of XP. Ooh, but there's I LED like boards idea. around the map showing the current kill leader in the game. So mm. that kill leader dies, the LED goes, new kill leader! And so you're seeking out someone else. Um, and because the map is quite large, but they've inbuilt a lot of good traversal elements. Uh, you can slide down hills for speed, there's zip lines everywhere, you can hook on and go up to these balloons really quickly that launch you again like you've just jumped out of the plane traversal's really quick so it's very fast paced it's not like PUBG where you're just running for 10 minutes just with nothing's happening there's always something happening Um, and there's a lot of quality of life stuff they've built into it as Mm -hmm. well they've got this a ping system which is pretty it's revolutionary tapping uh, R1 or RB whatever you're playing on if you tap it on a piece of armour on the ground your character pings it on the map and says you know body armour here level 1 so someone so rather than having to yell it. like moron yeah so if your teammate doesn't have body armor they go oh I want that and everyone can ping you know there's a uh, extended mag here for, for the gun you're using that's genius or you're actually. like guns you, I need heavy ammo you open your inventory highlight heavy ammo tap the ping and you tell everyone I need heavy, heavy ammo and then your teammates will ping heavy ammo on the map and go there's heavy ammo here See, having played like when you play like Blackout and and, and with the other one, PUBG, mm. um, like there are other moments of like, oh, I've got there's a level two bag over here. Like, I don't know where, where you are. Where like, are literally, you? where yeah. the fuck are you? Um, you can, oh, I'm in the building to the left. Like, yeah, double tapping it where you're facing um, pings an enemy. There's enemies over here. You go ting, go ping on the map. 
everyone can, like the team can si- see it. Silent communication. Um, so great. it's very, very good because I, I normally hate playing in squads and stuff like that. But this ping system has really fucking changed everything. So easy to communicate with everyone without words. You can still mm. voice chat, of course. You can elect to have voice chat changed to, to uh, text to speech. So like the robot voice, awesome. like the Microsoft default lady, like speaks it out. That's kind of that's annoying. It's cool, um, and just a lot of little things. So let, let's say you've got a gun and you've got two attachments for it, and you've got another attachment in your bag for a gun, a different gun. Yeah. You find that gun on the ground. You swap out your current gun for that gun. All the attachments you have automatically equipped to that gun. Ah. You have to go into your room and I'll put that one on, and I'll put that one, and it automatically flicks everything around. Awesome. Um, the and if for any reason the gun you pick up. Uh, like we'll just throw, if it doesn't match, it goes. Oh, okay, and just leaves the attachments in your bag. Yeah, that's right. Unless you don't have room, and then you just drop it all on the ground. Mm. Uh, uh, Jess has jumped in. Let me while I grab over here. She goes. Uh, a lot of people have said it's very polished, and the streams I've is. watched, it looks like it's very interesting mechanics, and without it being your average battle royale, uh, and it's communication without the voice. It is. It's very, very well put together. Um, it's got. A, it does have its own visual style and. Uh, now, like you see an Overwatch character, and you're like, that's an Overwatch character. Yeah. It's got that, which oh, okay. is very, very awesome. important for these games. Like Fortnite and all that. Like you see something from the game out of context, you know exactly where it's from. Mm. And it does have its own personality and its own kind of visual style to it, which makes it instantly recognizable. Are there Titans? No. Oh. It's not a Titanfall game. This is where a lot of people are getting hung up. But if it, but if it's in the Titanfall universe, isn't then it technically a it's Titanfall set 30 game? F- no. Because it doesn't, it's not Titanfall Apex Legends. It's a spin-off game. Okay. The reason I played Titanfall Two is because apparently the Apex, which are a mercenary group, were teased in the game. I'm like, well, where's that? And it's right at the end. Yeah. These, these, uh, this Apex mercenary group is teased right at the end of the game. And actually, the character at the end of Titanfall Two, uh, this is 30, 40 years later. He's the much older one running these games in Apex Legends. So I thought that was a kind of. Oh, very cool. nice. Uh, the devs said they played with grappling hooks and wall running. And they said it's just it didn't fit the game. They understand why some people might have wanted it, but there's enough traversal already in the game mm. with the zip lines and the sliding speeds. So to their credit, other than just removing it, they're like, "Well, we removed and replaced it with something else." So it's not like, yeah. "Well, it's just not here." They said they just said we tried it, and mm. it, we just didn't think it felt right. Um, so far, it's been very successful. I think deservedly so. Apparently, EA was very hands off with mm. development for it as well. well. A, this is the thing, like, uh, EA have very clearly given zero fucks about uh, Respawn and Titanfall yeah. in general. Having the first one be exclusively to Xbox didn't do well. I don't uh, think Titan- they, were, they weren't a part of EA for Titanfall 1, I don't believe. No, I believe they may have been. I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then Titanfall 2 came across all platforms, but right between Call of Duty and Black... Uh, Black uh, Battlegrown? Battlefield. Not Battleground, Battlefield, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're like, well, let's just put that out to die. Mm. Uh, and then this one is just weeks before mm. Anthem. Now, don't get me wrong, this is really good, and I think this will... I think this could be a very smart optics <coughs> thing on EA, because with... with with uh, the Anthem beta, the Anthem demo not tracking and doing as well as they originally anticipated mm-hmm. by burying the message by giving them by putting out Apex Legends allows them to sort of either A, work on Anthem behind or may everyone forget about Anthem until it comes out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, That's a very cynically way to look at it, yeah. but it's possible. The gunplay is very, very good. I've had mm. no bugs or glitches. Uh, they haven't really had any... Serv- they're having some server issues this morning because uh, it's first weekend. I think launching on a Monday was a good thing because, yep. you know, not everyone can play. They can kind of get the server load going. We hit the start of the weekend and they had a couple of hiccups, but everything's kind of smooth. Um, it's it's free. Mm. It's worth trying. Um, I'm ha- I, was having, I was playing it last night and my son was playing it next to me because we have our two TVs set up next to each other. Uh, but he was playing in a squad of his friends and I was just playing with randos. I got in this huge squad battle and I'm like, oh, this is cool, you know, because the time to kill is quite high. You don't just die. Okay. So even if you start getting shot in the back, you've got time to turn around, recover, outplay, you know, so you're not dying. It's very, very cool. Uh, so the squad battles tend to go for a while. It's not just over very, very quickly. Um, we ended up, I ended up losing that squad battle. I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. I look at his screen and it was him and his mates that fucking wiped the floor with me. <laughs> <laughs> we just happened to queue at the same time yeah. and managed to get into the same lobby. And I was like, oh, you little best. <laughs> that's it. Go to your room. But the squad battles are very cool because they kind of start off long range, and mm. as as the fight progresses, you end up moving closer. Is it closer the same? So, in terms of those battle royal systems, is mm. it the same as you land in cloud of whatever the fuck, and it pushes you? It in does have a ring, but you can 
revive your teammates, obviously, but even if your teammate gets knocked out, like they're knocked to the ground and then finished, you can pick up, you've got 90 seconds to pick up their dog tags and there are respawn beacons around the map. That's fucking You drop their dog awesome. tags in and they get a solo drop ship to come and and then a couple of loot boxes because they lose all their gear when they die yeah. but a couple of boxes spawn around the respawn area that is exceptional very very it saved me so I had a I was playing another game 3v3 squads blah, 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 finished squad but I was the only one left alive on my team I can grab both their dog tags and other squads like shooting at me I'm like oh, oh, like zip lining sliding down a hill to the re- like jump to the respawn being like slam dunked it the teammates come back in and we ended up coming second that game very 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 cool like as someone that's garbage at battle royales like that's awesome because I die pretty fast and then I'm sitting there with my finger up my ass for like yeah and obviously a lot of people don't know that yet like they'll die and then they'll just leave the game it's like I can get you back man you know what I mean you're not out until the whole squad is dead yeah Um, but there is a time limit to pick up those dog tags as well they're they're doing a lot of cool things Um, and I'm very happy because I really really like Respawn so yeah I I agree it's it's fantastic to see them release something very cool especially in a time and place where uh, EA are doing just trash to everyone Mm. but it's nice to see at least Respawn have and they're still doing the Star Wars game as well yeah true on the side yeah they're a big they're a bigger studio than I think a lot of people think yeah yeah. that's it I recommend giving it a go it's free just try it yeah why, it's, like, free. Why not? Why not? it's free. Uh, number two, Activision Blizzard is reportedly planning on announcing job cuts that could number in the hundreds, Ryan. Hundreds. Following slowing sales for the company responsible for titles such as Call of Duty and Overwatch. As reported by Bloomberg, the announcement of these layoffs could arrive as early as Tuesday and are part of a restructuring aimed at centralizing functions and boosting profit. Corporate. Activision's Blizzard shares dropped around 2.5% and furthering the story was acknowledged on a November conference call that key titles such as Overwatch and Hearthstone were seeing flat or declining number of users. Kotaku's Jason Schreier also reported these layoffs are expected to be primarily in non-game development departments such as publishing, marketing and sales. You know, these companies starting to feel the sting a little bit. Well, because you know I mean? it, it comes down to one very key point: the way they've been doing things the last couple oh, of I sat years on my foot for too long. are unsustainable. Pins <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, what, their current business practices were unsustainable, yeah. as in like they're trying to push them out, pushing money out of a stone or blood out of a stone, whatever the expression yes. is. Um, and for that reason, they're hitting the cap of that, and they're like, well. Because as a business, especially when you know you've when you've got stakeholders and board members and whatnot, you do when when you your Jesus Christ your <laughs> annual things are no longer just annual things that you have to show an X amount percent profit year on year on year on year. You can't just break even, which most yeah. companies that should be fine, right? Mm. But, but big ones like this, it's like you know you need to put profits and profits, and you need to continue those profits regardless of what happens. So. Yeah when they've had such an exceptional boost of profits, we're talking in like the, the 20s, 30% or whatever. They have of, one big year, yeah. which fucks them over the next year yeah. because they can't keep that momentum. Exactly. Going. Yeah. And so that instantly seems like a decline there. And because all that money that came in, they've spent that money. Mm. So it's not as if they've banked it and then gone, we can use that if something goes bad or we've paid our executives like millions of dollars unnecessarily. With I think all extra the two best things they could do right now is make Blackout standalone and free. Mm-hmm. And also make Overwatch free to play, yeah. Because they both run off microtransactions. Blackout, especially with the battle, uh, the really bad battle pass. Apparently, I oh, was speaking of Apex. They also released a year long roadmap. Awesome. And they've got a battle pass coming next month, next month. So they've got big plans for the whole year. Uh, but you know, battle uh, Blackout has been shut on because of its monetization. So if you make it free and standalone. It's not so egregious, you know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. Same with Overwatch being the pinnacle for, like, loot boxes are bad in a paid game. Just make it free. I mean, you can't be having that many new people buying buying into these games at this point. There's no harm in making it free and then trying to get people onto the microtransactions. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, I'm not a market analyst and all that shit, but to me, I'm like, well, just do that. They're your biggest games. So try to push them in. It's it's nice to know that allegedly that the the game devs aren't getting wrecked. Like publishers yeah. and sales and all that kind of sucks. It, it all sucks. It all sucks. Whether they lose their job or not. Mm. But um, I don't know. It's just tough. Yeah. But we are seeing probably the last year and a half, we are seeing a big turnaround with these big companies of just like, you know, needing to do layoffs and changing yeah. how they're doing things because gamers rising up. Ryan. I hate that. I mean, too. It's so That's dumb. I said it. So but I, I go, it, 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 there's what are we rising up against? Like, come on. Um, but 
yes yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that they re- yeah realize what they've done is unsustainable and mm. for that reason they have to yeah alter their path be a bit more consumer friendly yeah you know because like, if the consumer's being treated like asshole they ain't, they ain't gonna help you with their profits yeah number three the outer worlds developed by obsidian entertainment won't be nearly as long as some fans are hypothesizing in an interview with game informer co-directors tim kane and leonard boyarski discussed fan expectations for the game and while they strongly feel it's an awesome game fans would want to play they also want people to know it's more of a reactive rpg than a sprawling open world quote people think it's more of an open sandbox game like oh they're going to be able to go any to all the planets no said Kane. People are speculating like hundreds of hours of gameplay, and no. <laughs> when asked if players could beat the game in 15 to 40 hours, the dev said that would be a reasonable guess. Boyarski compared the size uh, to one of its most popular games, saying it's probably roughly comparable to maybe KOTOR 2 sized, maybe a little bit smaller than that. Good. So th- th- yeah, well, I'm all for these small I'm games. an old man. I don't have much fucking time anymore. Like, my, like we are... M- because I was talking to Dave about this recently, because he was, you know, Dave, who used to be our sort of PR guy, he, yeah. may, he may not be in the future d- due to some cool things that are happening on his Ooh, side. I'll let you know after the after yeah. the recording. Um, and we talked about the direction of the, of what we wanted to do here and the sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, we are more time poor than we've ever been. Mm. Um, we can't we can't proceed. Like, we can't do the shit that we used to do. <laughs> um, Why don't you do more? Like when? Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, because he asked the question. He's like, so what are you guys looking at doing like, in terms of growth? I'm like, I don't fucking know. This, like, just this and more of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because you know, uh, where's it going with that? Oh yeah, so because I'm super time poor. So if the game's like, hey, you can do this in fucking ten hours. I'm like, sick. But reading in the comments on this. Topic, oh, of course. Of course. Because immediately when it was announced, it was like, oh, suck it, fall out. You know, they're having dig, they like the trailer's having digs at Bethesda. Yep. It's like, that's not. They weren't From digs. the original they creators of Fallout straight up Vegas. just references. It's like, yep. yeah, we did do that. Yep. It's, um, it's not meant to shut. Because at the time they would have put that trailer together, they wouldn't have known how Fallout 76 was going to be. Nope. Um, what's the word I'm going to call it? Reacted to Received. by the public. Received. That's the word. Um, so, you know, now everyone's like, oh, what do you mean it's not like Fallout? It's only 15, 40 hours. That's fucking shit. Um, I think it's good. Yeah, it's I'm about so tempering your expectations and not falling into the hype, which I did with a certain game we're going to talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> hype is real. Hype was real. Spoilers for future. <laughs> uh, Sony may have thought its console crossplay beta, which currently supports Fortnite and Rocket League, would buy it some time, but it looks like that's running out hot on the heels of War Thunder developer Gaijin Entertainment, who says it's in regular contact with the Japanese giant about adding cross-console play and is yet to get clearance. Hi-Res Studio has called the company... Out. Here's what CEO and President Stu Chisholm wrote on Twitter. Hey, at Sony, at PlayStation, it's time to stop playing favourites and tear down the cross-play progression wall for everyone. We have at Smart Game, at Paladin's Game, at Realm Royale, ready to go when you are. Uh, for those that haven't been keeping up, the PlayStation Maker launched a console cross-play beta last year, initially with Fortnite, since it opened it up to Rocket League, but some devs are frustrated that it's not accepting applicants quicker. It's called beta, motherfuckers. It's called shut the fuck up. No one cares about your games. <laughs> they do. Like, Smite's a very popular game. Yeah. So is Paladins. So is Realm. They're all free free to play games. Mm. Um, they all have their pretty large following. I played Realm Royale probably two weeks ago. It's yeah. good. It's pretty good. Apex is better. Yeah, look, I, I you know, I, get I, the I, I still personally don't see crossplay as this big fucking concern that everyone else is. I don't see it as a, as a, a major issue. However,. You know, if you're gonna do it, might as well fucking do it for everyone. Well, right. Respawn was saying, um, dropped a comment that they're in talks with Sony about crossplay, and that mm. Sony have been rather receptive. Yeah, because the game's good. Because big, big game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, look, so, so that they, you know, in terms of just how it's re- how it's presented, it's presented as a beta. They're picking and choosing what to do, things that will be beneficial to them currently. Mm. Once it goes full or you know cross platform 1.0, then any motherfucker can get it get, yeah. get it going, and then they'll talk to you, man. I just think being the CEO of a company, you shouldn't be having digs on Twitter. No, I suppose the president of the United States does it every day. Though. Yes, <laughs> that, that, but <laughs> he, he sets, he he sets some, the precedent. He isn't someone you should be mirroring. No, no, he's not. Uh, top selling games for last week, starting Woo! number ten, Overwatch. Number nine. I said no one's buying it anymore, and it's in the fucking. Hey, top 10. as I said, I, I stand by it. That the top selling is about. Uh, I think they sold like eight copies of Overwatch. Last Brian week. down the road bought a copy. Yeah, it's on the top yep. ten. Uh, number ten, Overwatch. Number nine, Battlefield Five. Number eight, Kingdom Hearts One and Two. Combo bunch. I could, 
The thumbnail was too small for me to read. Uh, 2.5, 1.5, and 2.5 final chip to prologue of the square root of 7, and that's divided by 8 and days over sleep. That one. Number 7, NBA 2K19. Number 6, the Spyro Remaster. Number 5, FIFA 19. Number 4, Black Ops 4. Also in the top selling list. Number 3, Red Dead 2. Number 2, Resident Evil 2. And number 1, Kingdom Hearts 3. Look, I'm having a conflict, Josh. You want to play Kingdom Hearts, don't you? Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was at work and one of the girls bought it in. And I'm like, oh, it's Kingdom Farts. Oh, let's check out this. I bet you it'll be shit. Looks all right, doesn't it? Fuck, it looks awesome. The guy I work with is pretty heavily into it. He's yeah. telling me, I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. I saw the Toy Story world because Toy Story is my favorite thing of all time. Like, it's my favorite ch- kids' movie. It's one that, that consumed my childhood. Mm. So I'm like, oh, it looks really good. Yeah. And then I saw the parts of the Caribbean world. I'm like, that looks fucking awesome. And then uh, Jess, funny enough, was streaming it on, on last night. And she was doing the Winnie the Pooh level. I'm like, this is adorable. <laughs> I need a play, like, and apparently, apparently, there is, like, distinctly less Japanese, like, Final Fantasy shit in there. It's just all Disney, which makes me hard, and I, like, I need, if it's, if it's all Disney, if it's just Disney shiz, give me all of that. That's what I wanted. I just don't have time. It's a very long game. But, all all to Disney. Yeah. Okay. Well, you do what you want to do. It's a conflict. It's, it's, just, it's your life. It's your time. Uh, and the quick bits. NetherRealm confirms Shaggy will not be in Mortal Kombat 11. Makes sense. Shaggy. Dumbest meme in the world. Uh, you can now merge your Fortnite accounts on different platforms into one. Awesome. So I've done, time. That, done that with Alex because he had his PS4 progress up to season four. And then he's played on Xbox since then. And now it takes about two weeks for it to like culminate. To culminate. Um, but you can do that. Uh, I'm going to also do it. Just Very good at it. It's very worth it. Why not? It's very pretty simple process. You go to the website, log into the. It's got like, what's your main account? What account do you want to merge? Go. That's it. Oh, you get like confirmation. Is there multiple? Notes. So say you have a X Switch, an Xbox, and a PC. Well, and Switch a- and Xbox are already linked. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it depends. You can't merge. The only thing you can't do, I think, is if you've got a two different PlayStation accounts, you can't merge same platform into same okay. platform. It has to be a different platform to that platform. Makes sense. Uh, Red Dead 2 sold 23 million copies exceeding Take-Two's expectations. That's fucking huge. That's monstrous. Mm. Uh, over 400 devs are currently working on Cyberpunk 2077. It's individual employees, not yeah. dev companies. Yeah. Uh, which is fun. Because there's this thing on the internet that like CDPR this go hung indie company just trying to make their way they're one of the biggest fucking devs yeah, in the world yeah they technically are independent as they're is independent. like Kojima Productions yeah. but they are huge yeah. and EA thinks Anthem will sell 6 million copies in 6 weeks kind of doubt that bro I don't think so I don't think so you know what we'll see again we'll see another article game performs less than expectations <laughs> again like they've said about every game they've released recently. Oh yes, that's, that's something games. I was watching. You know, Jim Sterling for his for his good and his bad. Mm. His episode this week was about the idea of that low expectations and sort of what how that is a massive issue. Yeah. And then as as he's looking through all these games that you know, into, according to stakeholders, so financial. What are they called when they do the the meetings that they listen to? State stakeholder shareholder meetings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like he's like this one below expectations. This one below expectations. And like this is not just EA Activision. These are across the board. Mm. So like everyone's considering. You know, it's almost everyone. Like no uh, one's fucking happy. Square's in the same boat. Yeah. Um, Square Enix reported that, uh, like the last year's performance was bad. Yeah. And everything is below expectations, especially Just Cause Four. Which yeah, because fucking Just Cause Four. What did you expect? Apparently, it's much worse than Number Three in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, there's. If, if everyone's disappointed, no one's happy. Mm. Like, it's bullshit. Mm. Like, why can't people... Like, EA have to be fucking stoked with Respawn at the moment, though. Yeah. Because the way the, the the reception of Apex has been universally incredibly positive. Oh, no, 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 not initially. So, initially, there was some bullshit because a bunch of fucking random YouTubers and influencers got were given... Uh, early access to mm. Apex, including, like, Australia's Press Start and whatnot. Um... And they were some of them were you know flown over to LA to give it a go and then going back and and I believe it may have been the quartering which is some YouTube channel I can't yeah like, I've, I saw about them I've on, seen him I've seen I them pop up a lot on Reddit and uh, every time he's mentioned everyone's like fuck that guy yeah I've watched his video I'm like 
nah, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, nah. It's a general consensus. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm not a fan. I'm not feeling it. But the point I'm making is, like, people like him were then given the ability to break the story and yeah. put it out there yeah. before any of the journos. There's a lot of fucking, like, IGN reporters, Tataku. Those guys. The guys make the Tataku. Kotaku, you know, all these people that are bitching and whinging because they're, as games journalists, they weren't given the scoop. No, no. I think it's fucking hysterical, personally. What I find fascinating just back to Apex is that instead of doing the traditional marketing route all they did is go to the biggest streamers on Twitch and go hey play this for a bit we'll yeah. sponsor, like they will sponsor you to play this for launch evening and, and they it, all did it's incredibly smart because it, it, it's in the it's the same I've just watched both those documentaries about the fire festival yeah. holy shit yeah. that what an absolute shitstorm that is and it's yeah. a perfect example of the power of the influencer mm. dude it's on Netflix watch it man it's, I it's, have it's baffling yeah. the power of influences yeah. so I, you know it's the same thing because in the same way that they did with Fire Festival giving the illusion that this all this hype is organic and everyone gets, you know that's what they're doing here they're like mm. oh, I, I just happen to find this game and I'm not saying that's what they said yeah. but I mean like from an image perspective everyone's going these streamers are just playing it and it's fucking well, all huge. the streams I watch it seems organic yeah. like it's, it's false organic but, yeah, but all the streams I watch said at the start They've sponsored me to play this. Oh no, no, I'm not. Compl- you know? I, I'm not saying that that's a. Con- I'm not saying there's some, any devious behaviour yeah. like the Fire Festival. I'm just saying optically, it's oh, very, yeah, it's very impressive, very shitty, but also incredibly fucking smart. It's very smart, but I don't think it's really done under the table in any kind of way. No, no, no this isn't. I'm just say, saying. Say, it, I'm just saying it's a, it's a new, a new way of marketing mm. a game. Is going to these like because all the big Fortnite streamers were playing it. Um, because they were paid to play it for a night. So all their audience bases of the hundreds of thousands total are now watching Apex. And it has, so far for the week, retained those numbers, awesome. even when those streamers, the big ones, have gone back to playing whatever they regularly play. Yeah. So it's very clever. I, I kind of like <coughs> it. Oh, yeah, like I said, it's, a, it's this weird line. I'm like, it's mm. fucking smart. Mm. But and I, because I myself am someone that's advocated the the lesser built the lesser hype train, mm. as in like don't tell me two years out, tell me it's all about three transparency and yeah. disclaiming. Yeah, what's what's the word like if you get like sponsored to do something, you have to say. Yeah, like, there's a word for it. What's the word? Uh, I think you just I think is it a disclaimer? Just, yeah, it's like, a disclaimer. Yeah, I've yeah. been sponsored. It's like the same something. way that we dis- we we disclose whenever we yeah you have to disclose we, yeah. it. That's whenever we say so whenever we review a game that happens to, we happen to receive a code for or something. Yeah. If someone's playing it and they're like. Stuff. You know, I just stumbled across this game and I think it's great when in reality someone's paid them to mm. play it. That's shitty. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm not saying that was happening. I'm just saying from, yeah, an, no, from an outside perspective, it, it can look that way. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ryan, that's it for the news. As we talk to the players about the Division 2's private beta. Yeah. Now, uh, <coughs> first off, I didn't get my fucking key that <laughs> I pre-ordered for. Didn't come. A lot of people in the same boat. You ended up hooking me up because you just got one off the Ubisoft website, yes. and all these people that pre-ordered the game <laughs> didn't get their code. So what I did is I went to e- you did the same. Thing I did the same. Thing. I went to EB Games. I pre-ordered it, and the code didn't come through within like two days. So I went back. It's to, same as me. I went back they to give the you store. The code. They gave me the code. Redeem it on the website. Because the guy that works here is a friend of mine too. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you playing it?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Ah, right, cool." Prints out two copies, puts one in his pocket. <laughs> okay, here <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you he didn't end up getting a key. <laughs> no, he was playing us room four. So yeah, so I came home. I put that in, uh, claimed that one, and then. But before I got that. I noticed there was like a free sign up thing and you're like you may or may not get into it they gave it to everyone <clears throat> yes yeah, so I went in there and I'm like you know you might have a chance of getting it I'm like fucking hey alright sweet put in there because I've according to my Ubisoft account I've played like six betas with Ubisoft at some point so there was Trials Rising it was like a oh, huge okay, yeah. list of things that we've done under Pop C and they're like oh, I, I treated that as they've gone oh okay cool here you go yeah so yeah, so then, and then within like two minutes of each other, I got the two codes come through. Mm. You hadn't got. So one. I'm sitting there on Reddit, mm. like looking, reading through Reddit. And people are like, I can't get in, I can't get in, and then someone else is like, Hey, you can now invite three friends to play with you, and everyone's like, I don't even have my code yet, and you're already letting people invite their friends to play. It was, it was shitty. It was yeah. a pretty shitty start. So and I, I did go in with a bit of a sour taste. I'm like, fuck, <coughs> shit, fuck, stupid <laughs> shit. So as a disclaimer before we start. I got to the max level you could, which was level 7. I cleared out both the areas you could play, all side missions, all main missions. I got to max level in the dark zone, level 10, because it's a separate level in the dark zone. I I did everything. and I, I put about two hours in. 
I did everything you could. Then they allowed you to make a Maxwell character and do one of the uh, incursioned missions, mm. the end game missions. Also did that. I did everything. I played some played some PvP conflict as well. I did everything there was to do in this beta, which was a lot. Credit. It was a big beta. They gave you Huge a lot beta. to fucking do, and that was very very cool. So I don't even know how to start with this. What do you reckon? Well, let's let's critique it before we get into opinion stuff. So. Gunplay is very good. Mm-hmm. The Division 1 had... I liked the, the cover-based gunplay. It seems that they've doubled down on the cover-based gunplay in this. Correct. Because uh, if you're standing in the open, you get fucking shredded. Ruined. Very, very quickly, you will die. Really uh, emphasising cover strategy. Which is kind of poo for me personally, because I'm someone that's like, cover, cover, oh, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm like... Oh, but then you miss that one sniper. It's like... Yeah. Which is fun because, like, you know, cover based things are cool. I, th- I thoroughly enjoy it. It did play, said, we'll play this, this is not opinion y stuff, but um, like you said, yeah, it played very well. I enjoyed sort of slowly making my way through each particular little stronghold mm-hmm. or whatever the what fuck you want to call them. You know, sort of like chipping my way through. It's good fun. It's good. It's because when you, when you do move forward, it does feel rewarding. It does, yeah. And the AI, the AI is very touch and go. You've got all these new groups that you're fighting against. One of them is the hyenas, mm. which are basically just gang. I even see them with like the Uzis, like sideways. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like gang members. So the hyenas were so they the, the big setup for this game is it's now X amount of years after the original uh, seven months. Seven months. Uh, sorry. So, so society has started to rebuild itself. They're grow. You know, they're able to grow and work. To begin. Begin. Mm. They're becoming self-sustaining. Yeah, so they're do- they're working together. They're surviving. They're doing good. Mm-hmm. However, there's a group of people that just like they don't do they don't provide anything. They just take everything. They split off. They, they are yeah. the hyenas, yes. which the are essentially context. the rioters from the <clears throat> first game. Mm. Same kind, con- same concept. But then later on, you get introduced to the True Sons, which are a little bit more uh, decked out, a little mm-hmm. bit more military. I don't know the origin of them. I didn't quite get that from the beta, but they definitely they're organized. They're more. I think you no, you weren't doing that in that mission. No, I wasn't. Um, more organized, they have better gear, um, a bit more tactical. And I've also found playing by yourself, they actively, if you stay in one spot, they'll actively try to flank you. Love it. Makes it very, very difficult, very frustrating sometimes because, you know, you're doing your thing and then you've got shotguns like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 um, but I've, I found that to be quite, the AI mm. to be quite good. And then at the, the max level, fighting against the Black Tusk, the Black Tusk is when you finish the game and do all the main missions. Uh, this other group comes in who are essentially more kitted out than Division. Don't know the origins of them yet. They come in and they basically undo everything you did in these missions. And those missions become incursion, invaded missions, which you have to go back and redo a bit differently because... It's so they essentially go in there and replace all the enemies that you So it done. seems like they've sat back while you do all your Division thing, taking out the True Sons and the Hyenas. And I think there's one more group we haven't seen in the beta yet. They're sitting back waiting for you to clean up. And they go, right, at the end of the end, they're like, right, now it's our time to come in and clean up because all the little shit's all been done. Um, very, they they've got better ge- they've got better gear than you. They've got division skills. They've got the seeker mines and the turrets and the drones and the RC cars. Oh, um, and it's that <coughs> fucking hard. Very very mm. hard. Um, but the AI it's touch and go. Then you got the one the riders which are like in the middle. like yeah, I'll just stand here and pew pew pew. And you're just like. that's touch and go but you know uh the environment is graphically it's pretty Mm. and it looks good but the lighting is very weird yeah i i I found uh yes some because i I was playing with hdr so that may have caused some of the concern as well Mm. like some parts were noticeably darker like unvisibly darker so there was like a a, like a uv light kind of hanging in mm. the middle of nowhere and it's like oddly enough, fluorescent around this thing and it's like blinding. Mm. But then the other part, you know. It's very inconsistent. It's distracting. You could go into a room and it is quite literally pitch black and you have to shoot your gun for that flash of light to see what the fuck you're doing. But it's not like you shouldn't be in there because there's like a loot box and stuff in there. Like Mm. very, But then there's other parts where it's very blown out and it's like the contrast is just, and the saturation is just skyrocketed and it looks like a cartoon. Mm. Um, very inconsistent lighting. But speaking, of, speaking of that, not just lighting and how it looks uh, visually. Like uh, there were moments where the, gr- the it took, I don't know, two minutes for the game to render properly. We ca- it comes okay, in with that. the 
yeah, so I died, came back in, and then the, all the bodies were around me. They were there. They were standing up, and they just fell because I killed them. <laughs> yeah. And then I literally saw, like, the baseline textures, mm. and then eventually it kind of okay. popped its way in, like, including the enemy I was looking at and the surrounding area. Yeah, like I it, never had that. Maybe that was a brief moment of service drain. Potentially, I'm not sure, but I did record it on the PlayStation just for curiosity. Okay, um, but in terms of the world itself, uh, they're very good at creating a very detailed, believable mm. world. Um, just with the debris and the way the cars are all lined up and the way the buildings are like, because it's DC one to one scale. Like yeah, it's Washington one to one scale. To, yeah. well, they've said it is. Oh, beautiful. So. I don't know the, the validity of that, but yeah. they've said it is. Uh, but the world is very believable, you know. The way the truck, like there's a garbage truck tipped and the bags have fallen out and the bat, they're like fluttering in the wind. Like the world looks great. Yeah. The world looks fantastic. And it, it does, feel, like, so it instantly feels a bit different as well. So with uh, the first game being set in New York, you've mm. got very... Uh, You've got very high buildings, so it's kind of a, sort oh, of an skyscrapers. issue. Skyscrapers. Skyscrapers. So, it all it although you feel very claustrophobic, you look up and it feels just as claustrophobic. Uh, from what I experienced in this, although there are still, it's a city. Like mm. the, I didn't, the buildings didn't feel as you high. You can see, you can see the horizon and the skyline sky, quite yeah. well. Um, it's definitely more colourful than the first game, uh, the Division One. Um, it looks good and bad. I can't really explain it. Like, graphically, it looks pretty good. But it's just something about the, the lighting and the contrast feels very artificial. Mm. Uh, whereas the Division 1 had natural lighting, which I think was very... Set the mood very well. Yeah. Whereas this just kind of feels a bit overblown. Uh, the Dark Zone is cool. Yeah. The Dark Zone is a lot more open <coughs> than yeah. uh, the DC streets. Um, you know, lots of different ways to flank. And, you know, you're not just going down that street turning left you know you can cut through fields and all that kind of stuff uh the tension is still there kinda because the dark zone in the division one like i said you know as soon as you enter isaac who is your your ai companion is like you know transmissions jammed entering dark zone rebooting system and you there's like a blizzard and you're like oh fuck you know, this shit's intense whereas now you just you just go through the doors like entering dark zone okay like the mood isn't there like mm. it, in the number one as soon as you entered you were like the heart starts beating a bit quicker like you felt the intensity well even then so like something you know, someone had the blizzard I remember they're, they're just being a door and mm. you go through one door and you go to like a little foyer and then you walk the other yeah. door like there was always that, hes that you know you walk up to the door hesitation. and you kind of go yeah <sighs> exactly right yeah. exactly right because um, you never know what's going to be on the other side of that door um, whereas yeah it's just kind of open the door you know entering dark zone okay you know, it's all very bright and you know there, there are you know there, there are dynamic weather fog rolls in thunderstorms rain um but the dark zone didn't quite have the same vibe mm. uh, they have expanded on going rogue in the dark zone now um there's like rogue safe houses like you can double down on being a rogue in this uh but it can be abused at the moment too if you're in a if you're in a squad there's locked chests around the map which you can get a key to open and get loot or you can break into it and that turns you rogue mm -hmm. the animation to break it is about 10 seconds so if your group's not rogue and you've got one person at the chest they start opening the chest everyone goes rogue and they start shooting people and then he stops opening the chest and everyone go isn't rogue anymore okay so you know they'll turn it on da -da 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 -da, shoot some people and then stop and then you know recover their health and then okay start opening their chest again and they've got a 10 second window to start blowing people up so they've got to fix that that's okay. not that's not cool so betas are for that's what betas <clears> are for um the inventory screens i found to be very messy and felt very the same though it's not at all okay that's the thing um just very convoluted um there's no because the division one menu it was six even size boxes and then a couple of smaller tabs up the top yeah it makes all yeah, very yeah. it's a neat rectangle Whereas uh, the Division 2, you got two long rectangles and then a lots of like, it's like little ones. like that Windows 10 tablet shit. Yeah, it's just, it's not very user-friendly. I mean, it is more user-friendly, but not to look at. Mm. I found the menus to be very ugly, very kind of difficult to navigate. Like trying to turn off, you know, a, an agent has called for backup. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> if I have to hear that again, like every time, like I'm like, because every I, 10 seconds. I was playing, uh, initially in like my first big sit, sit down with it, I played, you know, with volume and whatnot. And, mm. and even then it's just like, meh, meh, meh. so then I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll turn the game down. I'll send a podcast and I'll just play. So then I, I know what, what I need. To, like the story, I'm keen. I'm still keen. The premise is still there, mm. but, 
I was like, I'll just want to apply it. And then they just, meh, meh, meh. Need to help. Help me, my fuckers. I spent 20 minutes trying to find the option to turn it off. Going to the social menu, looking through all the tabs and all that. It's not there. Okay. You got to open up your map, push R1 twice to get to a separate tab, and then bottom left, it's got hold square to disable on call. Yeah, took me ages to find. Yeah, I get Once it. I did, my enjoyment skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> so it. I get I'm, it. Like, I'm playing. I'm like, I know I can turn this off, but I can't find where. Mm. Yeah, the menus just they're just not nice to look at. Mm. They're pretty fucking ugly. Um, they've expanded on the base of operations. <clears throat> so in the first game, you had the medical wing, security wing, and the tech wing. Mm-hmm. And throughout the world, you'll find missions to get resources for those particular wings. Spend those resources at the wings to open it up and get new perks and skills and talents they've expanded it in this it is the White House that's fucking cool in premise like because when you start the game it's like go save the White House from an attack it's like yeah it's all right. yeah, yeah. Like, it's very cool to run up the, run up the lawn and then yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it all just works a bit differently uh, you've got all your different vendors there you find SHD tech in the world which is used to upgrade your skills and buy your perks and all that the settlements throughout each of the air, each area has a settlement, which is like a civilian run. They all need help with things, and as you kind of mm. do what they need you to do, someone from there will move to the White House and give you whatever services they should offer. So, like doing stuff in the dark zone, I unlock the dark zone officer in the White House where I could buy my dark zone mm. perks. So they've expanded on that, and I think it's quite good. Um, that's about all I have to say about it from a technical aspects yeah so like everything you're saying seems to make sense is very similar to what I, what I would say from a technical perspective um, yeah no like it still seems to have the same base you know loot mechanic mm-hmm. uh, that you're expected of now granted last week I before I probably I was bitching about this bullet sponginess uh, mm. of uh, characters like that still does seem to be quite prevalent as well oh yes um, I said they pulled back on that I've seen no proof of that yeah it feels exactly the same uh, so the first thing one of the first major dudes you take on is this big yellow dude and uh, you need Saint. precision yeah you need precision you gotta like hit them in the armour to break yeah it. no the place, it's like you can just blow it like, you can well, just, you just rail into him, him and yeah. then nothing will happen yeah. like don't get me wrong, like the grant, the standard villains, as uh, villains, standard baddies, whatever yeah. the hell, they just seem fine. That's yeah. no major concerns there. Hmm. Um, so let's talk about our opinions. Yeah, I cancelled my pre-order <laughs> 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 completely. Yeah, I had the Dark Zone edition pre-ordered, um, and you know I've been talking about it for weeks. I've been super hyped. You know this is a game I'm going to play for months and months and months and months, mm-hmm. and it's not because I cancelled it and I spent the money in Apex Legends instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of loses everything I liked about the first mm. division. Now, while it seemed like, to summarize it for me, it's in an attempt to make the world more alive, they've made it more dead. And everything feels really artificial. You know, you've got the civilians patrolling the streets, like this one's looking for water. You know, this one's fighting back against the hyenas. It's like, oh, that's cool, but it's just doesn't feel right there's something about the snowy streets of new york while admittedly can get a bit bland to look at after a while it had a very um what's the word i'm looking for consistent mood Mm. very uh isolated you did feel very you did feel on the brink you know every person out there could beat the shit out and it's like it's up to me you know i have to do this i'm the second wave of division agents and it's up to me to restore order to this city Mm. and yeah, you just felt very isolated and alone um, very consistently all the way through. And all the characters that you met along the way, uh, the the medical agents, um, Jessica, the security agent, uh, Roy um, Feilau, who was like your instructor, all very believable characters, all very likable, you know, all had their own motivations for helping. You know, he did some side missions for them to be like, oh, I understand why, you know, you do what you do. Um, and yeah, it felt... Just the feeling of the world was so, to me, original and good. Mm. Um, and in the two, it's just lost all of that. Okay. To me, anyway. It's lost that I'm the last one, you know? Yeah. And as much as it's a, a, a trope, like, you know, it's up to you. You know, you're the hero we need. But at the same point, that's that's where the story is going. It is. Like, I understand so, that. Yeah. Whereas it is seven months later, people have started to get their shit together, and you're just there to help out and kind of you know push everyone in the right direction yeah um but that's not the feel i loved of the first game and just with the way the world is and how 
like I said, it, it's me- I'm assuming they're meant to make it feel more alive. To me, it just feels so just generic, mm. I guess is the word I'm looking for. Uh, it, it looks and plays like Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think you turn like a boat mm. when you're trying to turn left and right sometimes. You know, like, you know what I mean? It just, and the, like you run, like you got to stick up your ass for some reason. It just, it doesn't feel right. And I know it's better in pretty much every conceivable way, but I, I just didn't. I put in probably 12 hours of the beta. Mm. Like I said, I did everything there was to do. I got mass level with everything. I played all three of the specialist classes at the end game. I did that same mission over and over again. I did fucking heaps. And I was yelling at my screen out of frustration more than being like, yeah, that's fucking cool. Like the grenade launcher enemy. Fuck off. (laughs) Every time I'd be like, fuck, you can shoot the grenades out of the sky. That was awesome. Some guy threw a grenade at me. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's (gasps) cool. But, I just found myself screaming at the screen, just like, mm. fucking stop. And these end game missions, when the Black Tusk are invading uh, and you're trying to take, you know, get rid of them, it's just wave after wave after wave. And by the end of it, I was going, more. Mm. I was playing a group of four people. I was like, more. And you kill them, you're like, that's it. And then you like go into the next room, it's like, eliminate the Black Tusk. I just killed 70 of them. How many of these blokes are there? Mm. Just, are there seriously more. It's just wave. And, and it's wave, like we're apparently at the wave. end of times and there's a thousand people that hang out with yeah. Black Tusk. You in must this be killing building. the thousands of them. Um, I just found it very, fr- like the, the moment to moment gameplay, I found more frustrating. Like running through the streets, like I'm, okay, I'm just going to go from here to here and you see like a group of hyenas in the middle. It's like, oh fuck off. I wasn't excited to engage mm. in the combat. I tried to avoid it at all costs um, by the end of my time with it. It just doesn't click. I'm more inclined to buy the season pass for the Division 1 and just keep playing that. Just go chip off all the other Just DLC. go chip off all the DLCs, do the underground and the survival mode and all that. It just doesn't feel like the Division to me. It feels like a different game. Mm. It's like they've got elements of the Division in there, but it just doesn't have that feel. I'm very disappointed. I'm very upset. That's a real because shame, out of man. Anthem and the Division Two, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. I got Metro next week. I'm still very, very excited for. But I was so looking forward to this game. That's like I'm gonna get the collectors and I'm gonna do all the stuff they release throughout the year. Like I'm in this for the long haul. And it's like, just didn't do it. It mm. doesn't click in the right way, and it's very upsetting. See, I, myself not having as much, spent as much time with it like you have or someone that didn't have as much uh, gush for the Division 1. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it and I, you know, for the under 10 hours that I put into it in the first, mm. uh, I, I was great. So playing this again, it really felt like more of the same, but in a nice way. Like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, it, it was relatively intuitive. I picked it up and I was like, I remember what I was doing. It's like it's like I'd never stopped playing. Mm. Um so it still felt very much the same in the small period of time that I spent with it. Uh, you know, as it moving through and taking out dudes, and I did find I, I felt the AI were a bit smarter mm-hmm. this time around with just something simple as them getting up and behind cover and climbing up things and ducking and trying to come around and whatnot. Yeah. I was a big fan of that. I thought that was uh, a great change. I'm just messaging my boy. That's yeah, fine. Um, yeah. So I, I think. I do miss, as you're similar to yourself, I do miss New York as the location. I felt it was a drastically better sort of setup. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked it as the isolation of it all was very, very cool. Yep. Um, and then, and that way, if you did, if you did happen to squat up and say it was you and I, it was, it was very, it was still very unnerving to be like this is two of us, and if one of us got a little bit too far away, it's like fuck, 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 mm. you know, because you know that anyone on any corner is gonna blast the shit out of you. Yeah. Um, the comparisons to Ghost Recon Wildlands, I agree. Um, I liked Wildlands a lot though. I enjoyed um, it, but so I don't play the division to play Wildlands. Yeah, and that's and that's that biggest that's that biggest concern there is if you're going and expecting this and you get this. Maybe instead, I'm talking out my ass with that. That's just how I felt. Well, no, no, I'm just you saying like I, mean? I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So that could for that could be the reason why I'm enjoying this. Yeah, but maybe the comparison's not even there. Yeah, maybe. And, I don't know. But, that's but just how it's I feel. Opinion, man. It's, it's just it's like opinion. my opinion, man. It's how opinions work. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like I said, will I cancel my pre-order? I don't know. I don't know. 
Because what else is out next month? Um, Sekiro. Go- uh, Days Gone's April. Days Gone's April. Sekiro. I'm sure there was more in March. Yeah. There's nothing more I was really excited for. Yeah, and that's a real bummer. That it's, it's a real bummer that it's got you flat. Yeah. Um, I will, will still, I'll still certainly try to reach Maybe out. I'll pick it up later in the year. Yeah. But at launch, I'm just not really liking what I see. Yeah, maybe it's one of those things that'll be, it'll be built up over time and a little bit later because you we did same play, with the division we one. did play division at launch and then I traded it in and so did you and then a little mm. bit later you picked it back up and you had yeah. more fun with it yeah. so maybe the tail on it might be a bit longer maybe that's where it'll mm. come in but it, just, uh, it doesn't feel like an evolution of the division mm. you know what I mean like a, if you're gonna go with a sequel you're supposed to build and expand on things correct and while they have done that kind of with the world with your settlements and all that it's pretty much the same game otherwise mm. I actually think it detracts from the original so so I did reach out to the Popsy community to ask them what they thought uh, Paul James jumped out and he said we're supposed to get sent a code didn't so fuck those guys <laughs> also still super keen to play it in March though uh <laughs> Uh, good friend Kyle the Crispy Biscuit uh, who's also a podcast himself over the Daily Joystick podcast go give them a listen as well um, he says felt more of the same to me also just like Josh said on the last show I didn't have enough time to play both uh, both this and Anthem and at least with Anthem it'll be something new uh, let's see so Max chucked in three comments here as he does uh, I think he sort of added to what Kyle said. Uh, that being said, I will own both Div- Division and Anthem. I think, however, more of my time will be spent in Javelins. He goes, I played and I agree very much the same. The enemies are still bought sponges. They just change into, quote, shields. My game also crashes a stupid amount of times. The end game has more of the same with just more HP on the enemies and more enemies. Uh, the game will be as fun as your team can make it for you. Also, the fact that Ubi announced that the integrity of the game does, uh, gets worse the longer you play it, and you should restart the game every hour or so seemed whack. I think that was just PS4. That may have just been PS4. So I did Something like have, a me- memory leak or a memory dump or something yeah, they call it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I did have uh, some issues with it. I did have the game con- disconnect on I got deltered a few times. Twice. Delta is a... Dis- you've been disconnected. That's their error code. Delta. Oh, I didn't even get that. Actually, I'll oh. show you a photo of what I got. Hang on. Let me just have a quick squiz over here. So, like, <laughs> literally, I start the game, I run in, I'm like, grab a loot box, and then I get this white screen with this box. Oh, I never got that. I got. I get, that's what if you can say that which you probably can't Something I get that I made that in Microsoft Paint yeah it, the, the game just shits itself and gives what should be the screen that says you've been disconnected mm. and just goes white screen oddly colored block the game's still making noise yeah. so you haven't been entirely booted out you just force you to reset the game it happened three times obviously form your own opinion I know a lot of people are still super excited even after playing the beta uh, but for me it just doesn't feel like what I was expecting. Yeah, so. it's a bit of a shame. But let us know what you think of The Division 2 in those comments below uh, or the Facebook group or the Discord channel, which we yeah. should use more, but we totally don't. Yeah. But uh, look, it's still a while away. It's out in, what, fucking March or some shit. Uh, but these are the games that are coming out this week in a section we call Coming to the Players we just straight up read you the drop from the PlayStation website. Disclaimer, as always, this is the US list, so some games may not be coming our way here in Australia. New PlayStation games for February 12, 2019. Alvastia Chronicles, PS4, PS Vita, cross by. Code Realize, Wintertide Miracles, PS4, PS Vita, retail and retail. Uh, Con- Conner- what the fuck is going on? Conarium, PS4 Digital. Degrees of Separation, PS4 Digital. Eden, Tomorrow, PSVR Digital. Far Cry New Dawn, PS4 Digital and Retail. Yeah, read that one out. Dive into a vibrant post-apocalyptic Hope County, Montana, 17 years after global nuclear catastrophe. Lead the fight against the highwaymen who seek to take over the last remaining resources or fight alongside a friend in online co-op. Oh. Nice fight. Mm. Hyperjam, PS4 uh, Read that one out. It's a strange... Oh, big old Aussie boys. Hype Jam is a neon-soaked arena brawler with dynamic perk drafting systems that make each match different from the last. The fusion of lethal weapons, stackable perks, furious combat, and killer synthwave soundtrack will keep you coming back for more. Intruders Hide and Seek, PS4 Digital. Jump Force, PS4 Digital Retail. Oh, that's that anime one, isn't it? Oh, probably. The King's Bird, PS4 Digital. The Liar Princess and the Blind Prince, PS4 Digital and Retail. Meow Motors. 
PS4 Digital. Metro Exodus, PS4 Digital and Retail. Flee the shattered ruins of the Moscow Metro and embark on a continent-spanning journey across post-apocalyptic Russian wilderness. Lose yourself in a sandbox survival experience and follow the thrilling storyline. Fuck yes. <laughs> Minesweeper Genius, PS4 Digital. Mm. Mix-ups by Paugi, PS4 Digital and mm-hmm. Vita. Uh, PS4 and Vita Digital. Neat. Nekopara Volume 2, PS4 Digital. I don't remember reading out Volume 1. Zing, The <laughs> Land Beyond, PS4, PSVR Digital. So obviously the biggest ones are Far Cry New Dawn and Metro. A bit sad that they've got Far Cry as their splash picture instead of Metro. Fuck them. But <laughs> I'm sure Far Cry will be fine. Well, yeah, because we're, we're hitting that... Um, so originally, uh, February 22 was supposed to be that fuck-off mental day. And then everyone shifted a week around and went, oh, fuck, we just made a nude busy day. So yeah, Anthem so is still the 22nd. The Anthem is still there. Unless you've got some EA access. Yeah, there's a weird spreadsheet for that. Yeah, um, yeah so there's, yeah, uh, Far Cry, I think Crackdowns this week as well. Yes. But we did get a code come through. Dave whipped it through it's to us. It's on Games Pass. Yeah, I might. So I might I'll get it. on Games Pass, maybe. I might give it a bell. And if we do, it'll probably be like it'll be a separate video. If I do decide to do it, which probably yeah, won't. Um, I'll have Metro. Like, I've reached out to Ubisoft for uh, Far Cry because I did enjoy Far Cry 5. I just reinstalled it because I want to tip it away a little bit more before that one. Yeah. Uh, Metro is a big one for you. You'll bro- you'll be very likely that'll be a topic of conversation for next week. I know it comes out Friday. So I won't be able to play until Friday night. Ooh, okay, maybe not. Unless Wait we do it Sunday one. again. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how we go. Maybe, because maybe we can get some first impressions out. Hmm. It makes my editing time really annoying, but I'd much rather have something good to talk about. So... Hmm. Uh, yeah cool that's it yeah that PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes and Spotify for podcasts podcast and other podcast services <laughs> want to be a part of future conversations please join us on Facebook Discord comment below if you're feeling generous join us on Patreon <coughs> patreon.com slash popculturist head over there check out the tears might be something there that interests you if you are a Patreon supporter you can watch us record this show live like some do every week it's just by that's at any level you can join the show but if you do want to uh, show support for us on your body head to popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts like this like that bunch of other sort of shit that logo is on it and we are on Twitch twitch.tv slash the popculturist Culturist, where we do the streams and hopefully we can stream Far Cry. Far Cry this week. Be pretty sweet. Yeah, that. Be pretty sweet. Cool. Uh, but until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Sean. And that was for the players. Weird enunciations. I don't have a quip for this one. No. My mum tried to call me. Oh, hey, mum. <laughs> <laughs>